A reading from the first chapter of the Gospel according to Mark, beginning with verse 29. As soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sunset, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons, and the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go on to the neighboring towns so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. You may be seated. I'm going to kind of poll three parts of the room real quick. Is that, is that okay with y'all? It kind of has to be because, you know, I'm the pastor in this sermon time. But the other thing I'm going to do is, I'm going, you know, I'm going, I told Van, I'm going to get y'all out here at 1010 today, and then I'm going to bank those minutes for next week. <laughs> All right, y'all ready on this side? Since March 2020, does it alarm you more when you hear that somebody has a fever? If that's a yes, would you raise your hand? That's the wrong answer over there. Again. Okay. Let's check the middle. Since March of 2020, do you feel more alarmed than you did in 2019 when somebody tells you they have a fever and they're sitting beside you on the airplane? All right. Do y- y'all see how the game is played? Okay, over here. Since March of 2020, when you hear that someone has a fever, do you want and you don't do you not want them sitting at your table at lunch? Would you raise your hand? Right? We are terrified of fever now because there was a time when we didn't understand what was causing it, correct? In March of 2020, People were laying in hospital rooms all over the world with fever, and all they could tell us is it was some kind of new coronavirus, and if we took two weeks off, it would be gone. No. Didn't happen, did it? No. And we didn't understand what this thing was, but, you know, I kind of wish everything made in China lasted that long. (laughs) But here's the thing, people. This fever had us in a grip, did it not? We were terrified, and apparently rightly so. But the fever was scary. In those days, if you will think back to those days, you will understand what it was like in Jesus' day for someone to be laying in a bed with fever, with no penicillin, 
No antibiotics except plants. And no children's Motrin to make that baby stop crying. It was scary. And Peter's mother-in-law couldn't get up and do the thing that she was supposed to do. Now, you could look at this and say, you know, that's just like a man to make her better so she can make him a sandwich. (laughs) But that's not Mark's point. Mark's point is that she had a role, and it would have been shameful for her not to keep that role, okay? If you park the patriarchal part of it and see that this was her authority in her world, was to get up and make guests in her home not only welcome, but to honor them. Do you hear that? To serve them. Now, Mark only uses the word serve, the dick well, I can't say it right in my head. Dickiano word, that's not right, but it's close. He only uses it for three people. Women, angels, and Jesus. So if he's putting this, this woman in the class of angels and Jesus, do you think he's denigrating her with this word that she got up and served? No. What he's doing is showing the church what it looks like to be healed by Jesus, and then what we do afterward, which is serve Him and glorify Him. Make sense? That's what's happening there. Her getting up and serving is proof that He made her feel better. Absolutely. But even more than that, it's showing Mark's church and us what it looks like to live as people that love has lifted. You might remember Christmas in a week after I talked to you about how the Christmas event is in a sense God revealing God's heart to us because we don't truly know another person until they show us who they really are and we choose whether or not we're going to believe who they really are. And in Jesus, God has shown us who He is beyond question. The writer of Hebrews says that He is the exact representation of God's being given to us so that we can see who it is that God is and who it is that God would have us be as God lived as one of us. And what did Jesus do? Did he demand that other people serve him or did he serve others? He served others. In fact, he said the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. What does it look like to be people that love has reached down and taken by the hand, and pulled out of our fever. It looks like Peter's mother-in-law getting up and honoring her guests and being who she was supposed to be. Now you might think, well, what fevers are we under, preacher? I feel pretty good today. St. Jerome... In A.D. 400, said this about this story. Speaking about Jesus. Oh, that he would come to our house and heal the fever of our sins by his command. For each and every one of us suffers from fevers. When I grow angry, I am feverish. So many vices. So many fevers. 
The gospel in this story today is that Jesus released her from the underlying thing that showed itself as a fever. In the same way, God offers us through Christ release from the power of sin that shows itself in the destructive, the hateful, and the harmful things that we do, not only to other people, but even to ourselves. The wrong things that we do are the, the outward evidence of an inward heart problem. A broken heart. When our hearts are broken, we break other hearts. When there's harm inflicted upon us, we harm others. It is the human way, so to speak. Or at least we thought until this Jesus came and showed us that the human way is to serve. And He offers us freedom from that brokenness, that fevered, hurt heart that spreads that fever to others. So St. Right, Jerome is right. Just as He freed Peter's from mother-in-law from her fever, He frees us from the sins and the things that distract us from Him. So that she and we can be exactly who we are supposed to be. People who long not to be served, but to serve. Because that is who our Lord is. Does that make sense? Today, Christ is present with us through the broken bread and the cup. Will you come here today in faith? Intent upon receiving freedom from your fever. Being set free from the sins and the hurts that plague your conscience. Being set free from the things that would seek to destroy you because there is healing available for you here today because the grace of Christ will be placed in your hand. The mercy of God you can hold today and ingest and receive. As our book of discipline says, whoever receives these things in faith receives both the body and the blood of Christ. And as some good dietitian once said, you are what you eat. The real Christ gives us grace today to be transformed and released from our fevers of hatred and self-loathing, of harm, of all the hurts that we use to hurt other people, trying to make ourselves feel as if we're not alone in a broken world. But there's an alternative Jesus shows us. He can reach down and lift us up. And our response will be to serve. To be His church. To be His church. And there are three ways, dear ones, that we are the church. There are three things that the church does that set us apart from everything else. Three activities. The first is that we worship the Father, Son, and Spirit in unity. Lifting our voices, hearing the Word, preaching the Word, and believing that this Christ is with us. And the second is we serve in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
seeking to change other people's lives and help them be released from all the harms and hurts that the world has inflicted upon them. And lastly, we evangelize. We tell others about the one who has lifted us up. Peter's mother-in-law's purpose that day was to get up and wait on Jesus and the disciples and whoever else was in the room. Our purpose today is to get up and worship, serve, and be witnesses. And when you come to this table today, will you trust that you are being set free from the fevers that prevent you from doing that? Will you trust that this Jesus will equip you to be His disciple? Will you trust that this Jesus meets you at this table today to take you by your hand and lift you up? That is my question for you today. Will you acknowledge that love lifted her and then come here trusting that Christ will lift you? I ask you that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.